Coming at you live, pre-recorded from somewhere in America, the Van Life Podcast. Um, but yeah, no, what I was saying is, you know, you, you go to school and there you, go. you meet people, you make these memories, have these connections and bonds, and you know, even though time passes, everybody yeah. right moves on, they graduate, they move on to their past, whatever they're doing. You don't see each other for quite some time, but I feel like the bond is still there. So no matter what, you run into people and you know, and you're such a, picking up. That's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. That you can, that people can go, you can go away and come back and yeah, and you just get right back into it. Right back so into it's good it. to have you here, dude. Thank and you. Uh, we are at the, um, Throgs neck. neck in Queens in uh, Fort Totten Park. Fort Totten Park. Bayside. Bayside, mm-hmm. Queens. And uh, yeah, we got a pretty cool view of the Throgs Neck Bridge, which connects Long Island to uh, the Bronx. The Bronx. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, I actually just moved out to Bayside in February. Yeah, so what what's the transition like from Long Island to freaking Bayside? So, Long Island is definitely home. Um, hey, the microphone. Yeah, I don't know. It should be should be maybe a little closer. Let's see if that works. Hopefully, everybody get here swilly bows. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. Um, but yeah, so Long Island is definitely. You know, that's my home. I grew up 23 years there. And it's definitely where I have, obviously, a majority of my memories with life. But it feels good to move out and kind of just advance my life. You know, at this point, I kind of wanted to feel expenses and um, start living as a free individual. You know, kind of get out from underneath my parents' roof and explore my own life, figure out what I want to do, who I want to be, and I feel like in, in Queens you can definitely find the culture and the different opportunity here. There's definitely more culture yeah. in Queens yeah. than Long Island. Long Island is uh, on the smaller smaller scale side of, cult, of it being culture, oh, yeah. of culture, uh, but so, so yeah, so you, you come to Queens and like, what is one of the first things that, that strikes you as being different? Uh, I think something that strikes me as being different is the fact that I am from Long Island. I mean, a lot, a lot of people in Queens aren't too fond of Long Island people, I guess, for some reason. They, they why, hate... why do you think that is? Well, because a lot of people say, hey, you know, Queens is on Long Island. They're like, no, you know, it's like a separate borough, part of Manhattan. It's New York whatever it's technically um, it's technically on long island queens yeah it technically is you're right it's technically on long island but it doesn't feel like long island no uh queens people of who are originally from queens do not like referring to queens as long island uh it's completely a borough here it's yeah. part of new york it's yeah. you know what i mean so yeah um but no i mean being from long island it's, it's just different you know i grew up with grass I had you know a pool in my backyard Um, I had my house was pretty distant from others you know here it's a little more 
on top of each other, fast paced. You know, you don't really find that lawn in, in front of your house. Yeah. Not a lot of people have backyards, pools. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's just different. Well, like, for example, like, right now, we can hear, like, music bumping outside. Right. Like, you hear, we hear, like, bass right now. And, uh, where we feel, I feel bass. I feel the bass, yeah. And, uh, so that's one difference from Queens to Long Island is that you, uh, that, you know, you feel the bass more frequently. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, it's very culturally diverse here, um. New York City. For those of you who are from not you know are not from New York or haven't been to New York, uh, it's literally the city that never sleeps. So there's always something going on. You know the, yeah. the bodegas or delis and a lot of shops are open. Some of them even 24 hours, but usually super late. Um, where I'm from on Long Island, it's nothing like that. You know they close down 10 o'clock, yeah, nine o'clock, and, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. It's quiet. Right. But no, around the city, it's it's definitely more live. You know, there's a lot of energy. It's very fast-paced, moving, um, and it's filled with opportunity in whichever way you want to define opportunity. Yeah, I, it, well, I can definitely agree with you on one thing: that Long Island, the stores close, and the city doesn't seem like they do. No, everything is you know genuinely open. I would say till midnight and, and some places 24 hours. Yeah, and that creates a whole uh, different kind of uh, environment to be in, in in terms of the people that that kind of thing breeds. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you'll find people of all, all different uh, sides of the spectrum, you know. Um, unfortunately, in New York, just like many other places in the world, but a lot of homeless people... Um, there's people with money. There's people that, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. There's people that just want to be free and gallivant around the city and explore, you know, new cultures and um, arts, you know. Um, there's, a, there's a variety is, is what it really is. Yeah, New York is a pretty wild place if you haven't been, uh, you know, I would say calm because... <laughs> Because it's it's a, a cultural you know experience. You know what? It, it is the if not well one of the if not the greatest city in the world. Um, you know they call it the melting pot for a reason. You can find anything of anything here. You know, yeah. um, no matter what it might be, it could be something absolutely yeah. outrageous. I'm sure New York will have it somewhere. Yeah, hundred percent. And it is kind of crazy to think about the different kinds of cities that are on that are in the world and how different they all are and how different you know each one of them has something you know totally unique to offer right uh and new york just in terms of its size i think is the largest with the uh yeah with the most amount of crazy shit going on everywhere you look um it's not for everybody. No, it's definitely not for everybody. And again, um, you know, just for any outsiders of New York, when we say New York, we mention down here. You know, New York is a big state. You know, you go up north. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's completely different. But around the city, around uh, the urban lifestyle, it is 
it, it's it's madness, honestly. It's it's just a bunch of everything. Yeah. Um, a crazy time right it's now. Crazy. You know, New York was locked down for. Oh yeah. Forever, for for a long time. I mean, it's it's August twenty third, twenty twenty one, and uh, New York, while it is, it, it's uh, it was locked down. Uh, well, it's opened up. It's now. opened up now. Right. And what's you know. Th- you know, I know I have friends in Australia that are uh, still locked down. That's crazy. Crazy, uh, crazy world that we're living in. Crazy world, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, you know, again, New York is my home, so I'll never bash it. I love New York. Um, I feel like getting out of New York is something that I definitely want to pursue, hopefully soon. Um, I'm dedicated to work right now, but... Well, you are going, you are leaving New York uh, for a business trip to uh, California. Yes, I am going to California uh, Labor Day weekend. Wow, it's going to be on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So you got like, you have like parties and shit going on. Dude, I honestly, you know, I don't know what to expect, but I think that it's going to be absolutely immaculate. You know, just like... Yeah. Things I've never seen, different types oh, of parties. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be yeah. parties, but I'll be yeah. meeting people and connecting and figuring out the cannabis lifestyle. You know, I'm still new to it, so. Yeah, but you're you're on the the right track with uh, with what you're doing, and and you're in it at the right time with New York, you know, lagging behind the West Coast just probably a little bit. It's all based in Cali, Oregon, legal states, oh, uh, yeah. primarily right now on the, on the West Coast. Yeah. I mean, it's like more than legal at this point in on the West Coast. Yeah. It's like there's legal and then there's like people are just like having so much fun because of, of how legal it is with, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 it has an effect in so many different ways you know it's one people are loving it you know they're going out people are smoking pot freely people are happier calmer yeah it, it creates a whole different tone but also you know Colorado for example just used their marijuana tax dollars to pay for education you know so it's yeah, wow. it, in a way it can stabilize the economy um, it's good for spiritual health it's proven to be medicinally um, efficient and effective so it has you know it's not all about just sitting down and, and smoking pot to get stoned no. there's so much more to it yeah and there's just um, there there's just there's so much good that it can bring and and that's why we smoke it yeah and I, you know we know that it's good so we'll smoke it and uh, it does make you forget shit here <laughs> It does make you forget, so... It could do that. (laughs) So you gotta just fucking be careful with how you you, uh, consume it. Just like anything else, you gotta be uh, responsible. Be responsible. Yeah. Don't don't do anything uh, too crazy. Yeah, joint here and there is is great for for your... uh, I love working out and smoking. Yeah. I love it. I feel like I ate edible actually earlier today and, and ran like four miles. That's sick. Yeah. I love that. And uh, I feel like you just feel your body more when you, uh, when you're, you know, on a little THC and maybe a little CBD. Right. Yeah. Kind of loosens me up a little bit. Yeah. Gets the thoughts going. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. The CBD too is uh, is good. Dr. Nature RX is uh, 
the stuff I've been getting from Long Beach. He's got a little CBD shop. Okay. He's got some good CBD. Do you like edibles? Do you like the cartridge? I got the, the flower. I like the tincture. The tincture. Okay. Yeah. 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 The tincture. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's right over there. If you wanna. Well, it's kind of hard. Yeah. You, Should I grab it? Yeah. You wanna grab it? Yeah. I'm gonna grab it. Hold on here. It's uh, right next to the. Uh, in that little black crate on the bottom. Yeah, bring that out. Yeah, so Dr. Nature RX. Uh, I got the 1500 milligram one. And this thing actually costs like 140 or something like that. But then like, look at the quality of this CBD though. You get a full, you do the full dropper on this and it's just so golden. And I just do like one of those every morning. And what do you feel? Like how does it help uh, you? Every morning is like different. Some mornings, like after I, I'll like eat it after breakfast and I'll, and then like I'll just, you know, I think it's just like, honestly it just relaxes you. I think it's like very relaxing. It doesn't get you high, but it just like. Nah, it doesn't, it doesn't get you high. It's a calming. It doesn't get you high. Source. People like who are like scared to take too much CBD because like they think they're gonna get high. Like you're not gonna get high. You'll just feel relaxed. You'll feel relaxed. Well, it's it's good for inflammation. Inflammation, okay. Yeah. If you have pain. If you have pain, like the first thing you should do if you have pain is is get CBD because it it works with an alleviating pain. That's great. Yeah, I've uh, I've never really used CBD to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I've tried it. Let me rephrase. I don't use CBD often. I've tried it, but it's uh, it never really had you know an effect. Like I didn't feel. Yeah, well, it, that's the thing. Like you don't. It's you're not supposed to. So yeah, sometimes you're not gonna feel anything. Yeah, you're not gonna feel anything, but you have to take it consistently. Right. You Maybe can't just take else. it one morning. Like, dude, you have to take it, like, you know, get in a routine of taking it. Right. Because then if uh, you give up on it, then you actually feel like the, you know, the opposite effect of, like, if, you, if you're if you not using yeah. it or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it getting hot in here? Is it, it's a little hot, right? It's a little hot, yeah. yeah. It's, it's freaking August. And, <laughs> it uh, is August. you know, all Long Island. And so that's what happens in the van is that... Uh, sometimes it's hard to get to cool that. Well, you need to open the doors to get to get a, a breeze in. So that's what we're gonna do. So my question to you, right? Because I do want to talk about the van. Um, because what I think you're doing is beyond different from any other person I know. It's different in New York. Yes. It's different. It's different on the East Coast. Completely. All my island in Queens. I mean, right. But go west. So right. I mean, go you west, know. bro. And you're you're about to go. I mean, I don't know. In, I don't know about in Oakland, but we'll see. You know, who knows where I wind up? Yeah. Our our intentions is Oakland, um, but you know we're gonna be in California. So. Oh knows? yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, the whole coast is worth checking out. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I plan, you know, the, the more the merrier. I don't know what the itinerary is and yeah. what we have to be doing when, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of time that let's just go with the flow. Oh, yeah. I mean. But, um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I, I kind of wanted to get onto the topic of this vein because, again, what I think you're doing is just absolutely completely different from the ordinary uh that you know that i grew up with or i know from around here um and being that you are from you know similar area to where i am right long island you know what made you kind of just dive into this this whole situation just explain you know how you got into this whole lifestyle yeah that's a good question um it was being in southern california number one okay uh, number two was surfing and it's kind of a mix of those two things but to dive a little deeper it was meeting people who who had inspired me it's amazing you know meeting people who who, who live in, in a, you know, mostly in their vans. Okay. It wasn't really, I wasn't really meeting anybody else that, that was living in like off grid, uh, living, other off grid living type scenarios, like living on like their boat or, in, you know, in an off grid cab, you know. So cabin. this was like the norm. Yeah. In a way. I, it's just where I was, there was some, I mean, not everybody does it, right. but some people, you know, you meet. Uh, just live in their vans in Southern California and the living is easy. Right. It's easy living. Uh, you could uh, you could get you could get a van at a low cost or um, yeah, at a low cost. Okay. And and then you can stop paying rent, you know, stop paying a mortgage and then um, sustain yourself living in the van. Uh, on and you can do things to sustain yourself. You can do different things than the norm to sustain yourself. Like I don't, uh, you know, once you make, once you uh, live in a van, you you kind of stop feeling the pressure of need that need to work uh, uh, nine to five, uh, for for lack of better uh, term. Right. Um, you don't feel the the pressure to to work in that five because because now your your costs are uh, are you know minimal, very minimal. Yeah. So again, you know, the last time I ran into you at, at Petra's house, you were telling me you know you bought a propane tank that runs your burner over here. Oh yeah. For twenty dollars in March last year. Yeah, in, yeah, in March. And it's still cooking. And it's still cooking. Yeah, that's you know, and so you realize these costs of uh, what what it actually takes to uh, to survive. What do I actually need? Um, and then it puts things in perspective. After yeah, for that. sure. You know, you realize like you realize what you're using. You know, when I lived in like an apartment, and you just turn the stove on. You know, it fires up. 
that's great like I don't have a problem with that but I didn't know how much uh, you know you don't know how you don't really realize what you're using like energy or like yeah and fuel. yeah whatever it is water uh, gas for cooking uh, yeah energy you know energy for the um, electric so I actually I, I agree with that and you know just to touch on that point I feel like a lot of people you know that run the water with their uh, you know while they're brushing their teeth or leave yeah, the stove yeah, on whatever yeah. leave the lights on you know it's just and, and no offense to anybody it's, it's laziness you know it's you don't realize or yeah. rather you don't realize what you're wasting or what you're using um, because it's just that's your way of comfort you know it's just something you're used to it's something that you just have and yeah you know I feel like yeah. maybe uh, I don't know uh, it's just no you know I don't you're know you're right no you're right yeah. uh, about the brushing the teeth thing that's such a such a big thing for for me in here is uh, you know I have to I have seven gallons of water in here that I use for everything right. and you realize what how much water you actually need to use when you're when you're thinking about conservation yeah right it's like I could turn on my on the sink for like a few seconds and like get that that you know enough water to do the job but I have to keep in mind if I if I leave it running my water is running away and I don't and it doesn't need to be right so then you're just thinking about conservation and um, it's important you know it's important for the world I mean the more yeah. energy we're using and uh, there's a lot of pollution and things that are yeah. negative going well, on well i mean it's 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 at the point now i don't know our whole lives i feel like uh or my whole life i don't know how much you paid attention to it like growing up but like when i was growing up i was so scared i i, I remember like one of the first things was uh al gore um talking about climate change and scared the shit out of me and this was you know 15 years ago it's not a lot of time it's not even a lot of time it's not a lot of time at all uh, and it's still it's just getting it seems like it's getting worse and uh it seems like we're we're not really doing anything to to slow it down it seems like we're we're kind of doing things to speed it up yeah and it, it seems like the apocalypse is kind of inevitable at this point <laughs> Jim, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely a scary thing to yeah. consider but it's true yeah well it's just i think it's just uh the you know the the everything we're being fed is just making us believe this but the good news i think is that you could go to places where you where you're going to stop thinking about it because you're so far removed like islands you know yeah, no, in absolutely. the pacific right those are you're completely disconnected yeah you know from society yeah it's insane and i think that that's probably better at this point yeah i mean <laughs> i think it's fucking better our phones feed us a lot good yeah. shit bad shit excuse my language good stuff bad stuff um but you, you know what i'm saying dude, you, can, you can curse i know i, I just like yeah podcast, it's polite thing. yeah i i sometimes curse whatever i'll curse if swell's a good he's a good kid he really <laughs> is if you haven't realized by now he's a good kid yeah thank you so. i appreciate that so you don't got anything to worry about. I think there's a lot worse things to worry about. 
than cursing, than right? cursing. I can curse. Sorry. Definitely. If I'm going to curse, I'm going to curse. It happens. You, yeah. It happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, so yeah, so, so now you're living in this band, so you touched on how you kind of came about obtaining, acquiring the band. Um, talk about some of the experiences you have, like some of your best experiences, worst experiences in the band. Yeah, the experiences really don't stop, especially like when you're set up the way we are. We're in a in like this parking lot uh, over Fort in Fort Totten Park, overlooking the Throgs Neck, and there's just like a ton of shit going on outside. People out and about. What time is it? And like I'm kind of, uh, it, it's times like these where you're just so you feel like you're part of the culture. You feel like you're really in it, right? Because you go to a park. We didn't go to your house. And we're not sitting in your house no. you know we're in the van and we're outside the doors are open now and you, you really feel like you're just kind of outside yeah and so this is kind of what it's been just driving across uh, America so that's an interesting point so I mean really just depending on where you are determines that vibe determines you know uh, how you live you know I guess everywhere is different yeah you know what i mean like being parked up here in, in queens i could tell you're kind of like yeah i'm looking around. around there's a I'm lot of traffic around. coming yeah. on there's cars there's people walking yeah. like you yeah. know if you're in the middle of i don't know but that's uh, part of the fun though right it's part of the fun that's just a different experience it's right just here. a different experience right here it's right. A, just a completely new experience i've never been to this park right i, I know nothing about it. i don't know what goes on here i'm seeing that's why i'm just looking around because I'm, I'm looking to see at, uh, I'm looking to make sure that everything is good because I, I'll tell you I'll tell you a story I mean if you want to hear a story about uh, why I you know certain things happen and you it makes you it forces you to become more aware of your surroundings right um, I was visiting Massey I okay. was in I was in uh, Scottsdale well, I was in Scottsdale but he is I guess technically in Tempe um, I guess it's just like over like there's just like a little dividing line that oh, divides the... Scottsdale from Tempe oh okay and uh, so I went over there I went to his apartment and then um, we just smoked and um, smoked weed and mm-hmm. and I don't even think I maybe had a couple beers and we were just chilling uh sitting around the fire in his apartment we were just chilling you know him and his people over there vibing anyway we go down uh i leave i'm shot i'm tired or whatever so i'm like i'm going to bed and i was sleeping in the van uh so i go down to the parking lot um sleeping in the parking lot because I didn't want to drive I was trying to be responsible because I was smoking and drinking so I was like alright I'm not going to drive back into Scottsdale I was gonna, I'm going to stay in Tempe okay. so I stayed in this like brightly lit parking lot uh, I was like this is where I'm going to sleep and lay down in bed in the back of the van where we are right now and uh, it must have been like midnight I must have been like sleeping I was like about, I was like kind of about to fall asleep but uh kind of 
I guess the vibes were a little off. Right. So something was like yeah making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, so I'm laying there and then I hear like a bunch like commotion, like just like coming towards the van, and I'm in my boxers and I just leap up to the curtains over there. I was back here. And I heard like people on, on the driver's side like coming towards the van, like laughing, yelling. Wow. And I was like, yo, like these people are about to, to do some stupid shit. Break into the van. Yeah, break in. Damage the van. Break, yeah. break in, do something dumb. I don't know what they were thinking, but they were going to do something dumb. And I knew it. So I jump up and I just put my head, I just peek out from uh, like in front of the curtains. And peek out, and I see this kid in a. I see a BMW two spots over, and this kid. I see this kid get out of the car and start like, jot like like running to the van, like moving quickly to the van. And how did you react to that? And I and like as soon as I got up, I saw him, and he saw me. And he just, I just made eye contact with him. And like, we just, he just knew that I just caught him in the act of him like about to do something to the van, right? right. So I see him and then he sees me and he, he's like, oh shit. And he turns around his, and his like posse or whatever that he was with realize that they see me too. And they, they all get in the car and like speed away. And, uh, and then I just got in the car and like chased after them. And I was like, like, what am I, what am I about to do right now? <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So then what I did was at that point, I drove back through town, back to Scottsdale where I was originally staying in a nice, safe, um, neighborhood. little neighborhood that I had been staying for, for like a week that I was in, uh, Scotts, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona for really safe quiet neighborhood in Scottsdale and then I drove one night to see freaking Massey and uh and that's what happened that's crazy and so now it's like I'm like you know just a little cautious I mean at the end of the day it's always smart to just be aware of your surroundings you know security is necessary no matter where you are no matter what you're doing yeah you have to make sure you're safe but um, yeah, I mean, that that's just, I guess, some of the um, things you may come across while living in a van, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, exactly. No, that's right. You that's have true. To, you have to find a safe spot, you know? You have to make sure that it's locked up, make sure that, you know, yeah. you're protected. And that might not be easy just to, to accomplish, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, you got to just use your your best judgment and try to kind of feel out does this area feel safe right. or does it not? I mean, there's a line there. There's a certain there's certain neighborhoods where I can go, I can park anywhere. I can I you know, I can go anywhere. So why am I going to go to an area where the the crime rate might be higher? I mean, I right. just wouldn't do it. No, it's not you would do it. what you could to avoid it. Exactly. But sometimes the problem is that you don't know. Right. You know, I, I was giving Tempe the benefit of the doubt by sleeping there. I was like outside my friend's apartment. Comfortable. I'm going to give it a shot. Right. You know, 
and uh, ended up some hooligans <laughs> messing around and uh, luckily nothing happened but nothing happened I was able to learn a lesson without something happening that's great you know that's that's honestly the best part of the whole situation is yeah you learned and yeah you were fine. Nothing, yeah nothing severe nothing crazy yeah so that's really good but there, so yeah I mean you know yeah that's just something you have to worry about but. there are certain principles that you like kind of go by when you're living in a van like and I think that that parking lot me being the only van in the lot you're I'm vulnerable in that position and who even knows how many vans you know come through to that area yeah so well what I've been seeing recently and it's it's uh it's upsetting and I've, I mean I've had it happen to me uh, but I feel like recently a, a ton of people I've been seeing stories of people stealing things from uh, people betraying their companies or their friends yeah uh, by stealing from like stealing shit like this yeah. company in Long Beach like this like you know well known company got like their whole bank uh, their whole like uh, drawer or whatever whatever you could call that uh, one of their employees like Stolen. It's like a cash register. Or yeah, a cash register. Like he like empty the cash register, and it's like it's really disheartening hearing about that. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but there's yeah, the a freaking, lot, of, lot of traction, lot of. There's like race cars. There's like cars racing by. It's yeah. Fucking wild. Welcome to Bayside, New York. But no, I mean, um, you know, just just going back to what you were saying. I just want to be able to trust people. Yeah. I want to um, be able to trust. You know what I mean? Like. You're in my home right now. I want to be able to trust you, you know. And it's like the fact that, uh, well, I hope you can trust me. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> all gas, no brakes. Uh, Andrew Callahan. Um, he had his van stolen. Yeah, there's a bunch of. It's like a car meet out there. Something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like bikes. But anyway, yeah, dude, fuck that. I just don't don't steal from people that you know. I mean, no. that's not that's not good. Um. You just gotta. I'm telling you, you just gotta be on the lookout. You know, you never know what like when yeah, something's gonna happen. Second, everybody. I just want to. It's just a bunch of kids looking at their their engines. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, again, out I think, here, I think, I mean, they're, I think just, they're cool. You just never know. No, you don't. Um, no, it sounds okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You got to read the vibes, <laughs> man. I don't know. Um, you know, you, you put hard work into something, and um, you, you see some sort of result, whether it's success financially, or it brings you happiness, or it creates a difference in the world. Um you know, I, I believe that's like a true definition of success right there. You know, you did it and you put that work in to see the result that, you know, yeah. you hope to see. Yeah, I agree. You know, that was well said. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, it's, something that, it's something that everybody could, use, could, could benefit from hearing, you know. Yeah. And, and it's just talking like this about it. 
is a reminder for yourself right you know that you know you know it and you need to hear it as much as you can really i mean when you go when i go days without you know hear, hearing some you know something motivational or doing something that gives me inspiration and then i and then i and then the next day i'm like wow like you like hear something you're like wow i should i needed that yesterday right yeah um that that's definitely a good point you know i think in that respect it's it's all about the mood the vibe um some days you need it some days it just naturally is within you you know um but yeah i mean listen you know just just really finding uh what you love and what you believe in is important you know and that's why i really respect this whole this whole van situation because you know you are doing many things because of it one you're seeing a majority of america okay different sites and landmarks that a lot of people will rather where i'm from don't really get the opportunity to do or see um you know you you've written books you're writing a book right now which is unbelievable um you know you i'm sure you've met so many different types of people along your journey you have a girlfriend that you're traveling with like this is this is a lifestyle that isn't the norm where we're from so it's just it yeah. interests me and um, you know, again, maybe I wanted to hear actually the answer to my question previously was I want to hear one of your best experiences in the van and then one of your worst experiences in the van aside from sleeping in Arizona and those kids. Yeah, those right. That's not a good story. That's just like, no, but that's a bad experience. It's a bad know? experience. Like, that answer is part of the question. Yeah. Oh, man best experience in the van I mean, it's a good these are great questions and i think just like reflecting on like the things you've done you know i i, I love reflecting on the journey right right but uh best experience in the van what was the most joyous one from inside the van or just from on the, your journey the, the experience that it's brought I mean, okay, like in the Yellowstone, seeing like a family of bears, you know, it's, it's something like that. And I blame, you know, I blame the van for giving me that experience. I don't think I would have had, you know, I don't think I would have had, uh, had these, you know, memories implanted in me now if, if it wasn't for the van. And I think just driving through America and seeing bison and elk and bears scattered across the land is like it just gives you a different perspective of, of like the country that we live in like dude we're in Queens right now but there's bison out there yeah definitely not in Queens there's <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you just see a bison walking up. Yeah, you're like, holy <laughs> You'd be shit. Be like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, that's sick. Stuff like that. It's like, clo it's, it's closer than you think. Too like, yeah, like it's you know, it's far, but it's like you can get in your car and you can go out to, you know, like the west, like the wild west. You can just go there. Yeah. And I think being there, I think being in the west. You know what I mean? I've never been there before. Before recently. Right. You know, before the event, I was never in Wyoming, you know? It's like places I've always wanted to go to and, like, experience and see. It's yeah. like, now it's like you're back. 
come back to New York and and you know you have like these visions of freaking being a cowboy or riding like horses around and right. shit. It's like that's and what I want. Right. And that is something that you should, you know, go after if that's what you want. Dude, I want a whore, I want a whore, I want a farm, you know, I want horses, I want to be able to ride a horse, you know, rats. Why not? Right. Why not? I want a farm, you know? I mean, this is the way we're meant to be living, you know? I mean, we're, we're, we're so, like, domesticated. We're, like, domesticated humans over here in, in New York, man. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> sometimes I consider it corporate slavery because yeah. New York is, you know, one of the most expensive uh, parts of the country. Long Island, Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. You know, yeah. all, uh, primarily down here, but, um, and it, it's not freaking cheap to live here, you know? It's, well, I think that that's where the problem lies in, in that it's because it's so expensive to live in, uh, cities. I mean, it's not just New York either, you know, Miami, Los yeah, Angeles, San Francisco, you know, Boston, these cities are very, they're, they're, they're expensive to live in. And then the question becomes, if you're if you're paying uh, to sustain yourself to live there, you have to have a nine to five. You need to have a salary. Right. You know, I mean, you can't really make it by by freelancing. Yeah, I mean, in New York, you know, you it's know, hard. It's it's, it's difficult. Um, you know, personally, I don't work a nine to five. I'm a complete independent contractor and. I truly believe there are so many different ways to hustle and grind and make money and, and figure out life. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a nine to five. I don't think I'm ever actually going to use my college degree. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, by being here and living or, you know, even in, in another city, like you mentioned, living that lifestyle, you know, it's it's going to cost you your time. You have to spend it working. You have to spend it exactly. doing yeah. things you don't necessarily want to always be doing. And is that lifestyle, you know, the only way? No, you can get up out of here and go find a beautiful spot elsewhere and, you know, do half the work and live probably 10 times happier, you know, by, by not working as much or as hard or missing out on family and friends and different events. You know, that that's all part of it. Yeah. Um, but no, you know, like, like I was saying when we were at uh, Petra's house, you know, this is something I don't think I can personally do, and I give you all respect. You know, I could not yeah. live in a van like this. It's just, it, it wouldn't yeah. work. But anyway, I think that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just wouldn't for me. I, I just, yeah, I, yeah. I can't see it right now. I shouldn't say it wouldn't Dude, work. Dude, it's because... not. It's not easy, bro. It's especially now. It's it's hot as balls right. and and it's fucking it's been relentless it's august 23rd 2021 yeah. 10 13 p.m yeah it's, it's hot 82 yeah and it's humid i'm just like we're just we're sweating in here yeah, it's hot but dude I'll, i i will say the when you have good weather and you're doing this it is it's it's so much nicer of course it's uh it's comfortable. It's it becomes so becomes way more way more comfortable. Yeah. When you get when you get a cool breeze, when it's yeah. hot like this, it's it, and you're not getting ventilation, 
Which is also like in New York City, it's hotter than you know. I'll probably go back to the beach after this. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> because at least they got we got you know a little you know a breeze or ocean breeze. Yeah. Wake up if it's nice. You say. Yeah. Oh, exactly. No, there's waves tomorrow. Yeah. Hurricane um, Henry. Fucking. Uh, it never really happened last over here. Us. Yeah. Did the beach get? Oh yeah, they got some good waves. Yeah, that's good. But it didn't hit as hard. But no, dude, it's it's not easy. So I'm kind I'm kind of like uh, just um, like I wish I had like air conditioning today. Like I yeah. was like I was just like in the van and I was like, fuck, like I wish that I had like an air conditioned room with like a, a a comfortable bed that I could lay down in and. Comfortable. Yeah, like it's not comfortable in here when it's as hot. That's right. the point. Yeah. But you now can also sustain living in an environment like this. You know what I mean? It's not like you're you feel super uncomfortable and I need to like run back to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because well, that, that's, that's a good point. It's part of the experience. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's something that I think about a lot is that I am. I'm outside. I'm, I'm in the. I'm in the. Whatever weather it is, I'm in it. Uh, I can do subtle things in here to, to. To. I mean, if it's cold, I can put the stove on and, and heat myself up. But. Yeah, the point is, is when it's hot, I'm just. I, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, it's hot because it's August. It's summertime in New York. It's normal that it's hot here. Right. And I'm here, and I'm in the heat, and eventually it's going to cool down, and hopefully I don't perish away before that happens. Because the fruit in here, like I got like avocados, and I put the avocados in the fridge now because it's too hot, or bananas. The bananas and the avocados in this heat, the things go bad so quick. Right. So that makes me think, am I, how similar am I to like a fruit where like I'm like perishing right now? Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Ho- hopefully not too yeah, similar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know I that's think, what I'm saying. I think that, and again, I'm sure that if it gets super hot and you're like super uncomfortable, you know, hopefully you'll crack a window or crack the door or something. Uh, dude, I've managed. I've right. managed. So right. I've managed, you know? Yeah. But that's not to say that it's not hot. Yeah, I mean, it's... You can feel it right now. Of course, I'm sweating yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. But I think it's cool that, like, you know, that's that's what it is. If I'm in a place where it's cool, then my van is going to be cool that night. Yeah. If it's hot, exactly. Like, it's hot. I'm hot. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, the, and but there's the, no problem with that for you, and there's no, yeah. like, complaining, yeah. and there's... It's yeah. just like, oh, tonight's hot. Exactly. Oh, tomorrow's cool. Tomorrow's exactly... And the thing is, as well, is like, okay, like, I need to be on Long Island for, like, some things. So you need to be in a certain place for, for some things. But, like, I could go up to Maine. Maine? I was there in, uh, I was there in August, it must have been. And it was, it felt like fall. Probably, like, 50, 60 degrees at night. Yeah. Yeah. Maine's... So I could go there. Like, I can, you know, I can take my home there. Right. You can. And that's the beautiful and, thing about it. But I'm not, so I can't bitch that I'm in the heat because right. I can just go to Maine if that's really that big of a problem for me. 
So that's that's definitely like the coolest part about having this is, you know, you have everything you need yeah. in the van. Yeah. You have all the necessities. Yeah. If you want to pick up and go. Yeah. Do whatever you have to do yeah. elsewhere. You do it. Exactly. Maybe yeah. the difference is, uh, you know, the time zone. Wake up yeah. a little earlier. If you're yeah. Work, whatever. But. Well, yeah. If you're, yeah. Exactly. So are you still teaching at all? I mean, are you? Yeah. So. I I mean, I mean it's summer right now, so I'm off for the summer. Right. But. I think New York City's going back to school. So you're still gonna continue driving, right? You're gonna pick up and go back towards uh, towards west. Yeah, well, I think I'm gonna go back west. Yeah. Okay, and then in like November or something. Okay, so you're here for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And teaching is still remote, I assume. Teaching is not remote anymore. They're going back. The students are going back. And, uh, but I don't really want to be a part of that anymore. Uh, so. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good stuff. Simple as that. I mean. It smells like some other people are smoking some good. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Have you seen the movie, uh, have you seen the movie October Sky? It's an old movie from 1999. Um, no, I don't believe so. I don't think it's a common movie that, that most people have seen, but I watched it last night, and uh, it's a really good movie. It's one of those movies that I think I'm, like, freaking sensitive to, to, to movies, because, like, certain movies, I just cry the whole movie. Yeah. Some of them are really <laughs> rough, well put yeah, together, yeah, and there's yeah. a real meaning to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so October Sky was one of those movies... And they just made movies different in, in, you know, the 90s. Oh, yeah. You know? I watched Rush Hour 1 last night, the first Rush Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I watched uh, Rush Hour, I watched The Night Before. Um, oh, what did I watch? Oh, The Hangover, the first Hangover as well. And, you know, obviously movies I've seen, but you rewatch them because you haven't seen them, them in so long and... You know, just the language and the way it's written and produced, like, television can't get away with half the shit that goes on in those types of movies. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and that was also a long time ago, too. Yeah. I mean, but there, um, there's just a lot of content that just wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah. You know, with society. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, what are you gonna do? In my opinion, <laughs> those movies are funnier and yeah oh, i don't yeah. know it's it just it's I different know. it's different man. you know it's a different type of humor it's different everything's just constantly changing constantly yeah. yeah so but but uh yeah we've been on for like an hour over an hour i'm getting hungry i'm sweating it's like you gotta like prepare more yeah you know absolutely i completely yeah. agree yeah but uh yeah so I mean, we could keep going if you want. It's up to you, man. Yeah. I could talk. The thing about me is I, I can just, talking. like, I can talk for hours. You just keep talking. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. It's completely up to you. You got to go back to Long Beach at some point. Yeah, so you got to so drive just, back, but. Whatever you want. No, I'm looking forward to that drive, actually. 
I think. I hope. I hope it'll be alright. There's some like road work going on, like some like night work, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, like 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. These people are, these people are working from. It's crazy. And I was just thinking, like, you know, God bless, like people. We need people to. I mean, they're fixing the infrastructure, like you know, overnight. And uh, that's important. Yeah, someone needs to do that. Someone and that's what we were talking about before, right? And I don't want to throw myself under the bus too much. But the the moral dilemma is that as long as I'm traveling, as long as you're living in the van, and it's like I feel I, I feel the need to contribute to to the world to society. Uh, be part of the the moving levers right of society in order you know to to make society function the best of its ability because if I'm not then I'm what am I just hoping that that everything is is going to be good that the world is in the hands of people who are who are qualified it's one of those things where it's like are you more comfortable driving or are you more comfortable being the passenger um, I think that everybody has an equally important role to society. You have to contribute. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'll always co- try to contribute something. I think right. that's very important. Contributing, you know, we are society. So if we're not contributing and other people aren't contributing, then what's left? Maybe some are contributing. Maybe one guy is contributing, you know. Um, that's that's not a society. Everybody has to do their part. Everybody has to, uh, you know, in whatever it might be, whether it's working a certain job or entertaining or taking care of the sick or the elderly or something. There's there's a position for you, and um, as you grow, you know, it's important to dip your toes into as many different types of waters as possible, so you can kind of learn where you fit in society and how you can contribute. Yeah. You know, that's that's how true. you can provide value yeah. to the world. Yeah, and then I think that's yeah. important. Well, so this kind of goes in line with uh, this movie, October Sky. You know, it's like certain movies just have like this impact, right? It's like a it's like a social impact that it has. Absolutely. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way, he's like he's one of my favorite actors, dude. He always has. Been. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so. He he's from uh, a coal mining town called Coldwood, uh, West Virginia. And, yeah, that's where he's born. And most people who are born there all end up becoming you know miners. But he didn't, you know, he never wanted to become a miner. And then at uh, at in high school he developed a fascination well it was during the time of uh sputnik in the space race the soviet union launched sputnik yeah and he saw sputnik and he was a young impressionable kid and he decided that he wanted to fly rockets you know and um ultimately you know leaving his hometown you know required him to leave his hometown for him to you know do what he felt like he was meant to do and uh, it's a true story and the rest is history the rest is history that's crazy but it's things like that you know that have an influence on you and you realize that you gotta listen to your calling 
you know, I think that, uh, you know, I always felt like, you know, I had a calling, I, I, I had to go out to, uh, I want to, I want to see all the different states and different cultures that are around, and, and I feel like everybody probably has something that they feel like they need to do. Right. Absolutely. Right? Most people have, in, in, you know, this ambition to, like, I want to do something, like, against the grain. Yeah. And I want to know what that, what that is for people. I, I want to really know. You know what I think it really is, honestly? It's, it's, there's one word for it, creativity. I mean, everybody's mind is built differently and people have their minds set on all types of quote unquote weird or whatever it might be, types of things, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what creativity is. It's just, you know, it's your thought process. I, I feel like the way you go about doing certain things and how it might be different from the way you're doing it but maybe it works you know and that's the way I choose or I'm comfortable to do it or what I want to do or yeah you know creativity is within all of us everybody's different so that that's what makes you creative and, and unique I agree I couldn't agree more I, I think the fact that you're the fact that you're you're able to think about the fact that you're talking you know and uh, aware of what being creative is is it's a, I think that's necessary for creativity to even happen, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, creativity. I'll tell you, uh, one of my favorite. I, not not one of my favorite, but um, and speaking about creativity requires creativity requires undivided attention yeah uh, and that's something that Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson said that recently I heard and uh, I think it's just so interesting because especially I feel like creativity comes harder now because there are so many distractions yeah I think that you know again there's there's definitely a lot of distractions I agree um, I also think like people are very reliant on other sources to create creativity, you know. Um, for example, I mean, you know, you have all these different apps and different mechanisms that can do things for you now, you know. There's literally robots that could potentially take over jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like when you have access to reliable sources, I feel like people get lazy and take that way out. You know, um, spell check. Oh, that'll fix it. It's something as little as that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It creates like a laziness. Laziness. You're not, you're not thinking of other ways because you already have the way. You know, it's like okay, all yeah. I have to do is use this app right. to figure this right. out, or use a calculator, right. and not write down the equation. Right. I don't know, right. but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's just so much. Yeah. Out there that can do things for you, and yeah. it kind of just like puts the mind at ease, where it's like, okay, you know, I don't have to think too in depth because I can go this way and just get it done like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah, creativity, man. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I I still fully believe that there is a 
fuckload of creativity out there. I mean, there are creative people every day that I meet, that I see. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just speaking on behalf of, you know, just the era that we live in there. Well, yeah, I think it's just important to, to realize that everybody has their own... Um, Definition their own self express their own self their own ideas their own concepts their own opinions that they aren't they aren't expressing because because of fear of a failure fear of or fear of judgment yeah um, and I think that that is more I think it's more uh, prevalent in and around big cities Uh because, like, if you're, for example, if you're, like, living in an apartment or a house uh, in the suburbs or in the city and you have a ton of people all around you, I think that that stunts creativity. Okay. Because, because creativity and to put, to put, I mean, you can be creative on your own and the world might never see it because you don't want to put what you created out there because of fear of judgment. Um, yeah. I think why, and I think when you live in like a dense configuration of of a population, that there is more people around you that you feel like might uh, judge what what you're doing. Yeah. So so then so then you just get sucked into the the um, the daily grind of of, of of work working a job that you don't want to do because you're you're just too scared of like the people that are around you. Knowing. In that sense, it's like a money pit down here. You know? Yeah, like you get stuck I think in it this, is. Uh, oh, I'm gonna be the richest man in the world. Yeah. But exactly, yeah. you know that that is yeah. common around here, and yeah. a lot of people live their lives, you know, really busting their chops just to uh, compete in those ways, you know. Yeah. To quote unquote flex. That's that's yeah. the term that. Yeah. People like to use as flex, and I understand, you know, it, it's good to show that, you know, you, you worked hard, you you earned whatever you have, but. It's uh, it's a lot of stress, and it's not the only way, you know. It's, no. It's just a, again, something I like to call the money pit. Um, I think it's a money. I think the I think a money pit is a good way to describe it. Yeah. When you start thinking, of, when you start thinking about like what what it is, like what the cycle is, you know, I mean, just every most of your earnings are are being put, if you live in a city, most of your earnings are being put towards, uh, towards just like living, because everything is, everything costs so much. Right. So like, if, you know, like you're, I mean, when I was, when I was renting, I mean, I, mean, I can't speak on behalf of everybody, and I, you know, I, I don't, and I don't mean to do that. I guess like, you know, I have my own experiences, and other people have their own experiences, and uh, that's fine and that's good and I think it's just like important that we all learn from each other right you know no I completely agree I mean and that's why I think this is going to help you especially coming from a person who is writing a book you know kind of so before we smoke the joint there's like a little pathway out here 
and we did a, uh, you know, just went for a nice walk and had a good conversation. And one thing that Austin mentioned to me is that, you know, this podcast is, is something that is going to help him in the long run. You know, it's something that he'll meet people from all different, um, uh, all different spots around the country and, and come across different stories and different um, forms of creativity, different cultures and, you know, new language, new, new everything. You know, every every person, everybody that will be involved in this podcast is, is going to be completely different than the one prior, um, which is interesting. You know, um, you know, I don't I don't know if you want to talk about what you're writing about, but I, I feel that it might be something along the lines of you know your experience living in a van, traveling, and I feel like you'll have so much to talk about just by learning about different areas and different people lifestyles um by doing exactly this yeah yeah dude you nailed it uh you know i mean it comes down to wanting to talk to you know as, as many different people as you can because everybody has had their own experiences and everybody has different insights into life and yeah. you know I mean I, I just think I just I, I think it's like imperative uh, it's imperative for for us to just have open, an open enough mind to uh, we all we all should want to you know learn from each other Absolutely. and so yeah that is part of the purpose of the podcast is is to is to learn from learn from people and if I can learn one thing from from each person along the way then then it's worth it right, right. absolutely know? but uh yeah the book um you know I'm I'm excited about it like you said it's uh it's a collection of you know it's easy to write when you're constantly in a new place having new experiences right um I feel like it's just vital to to record um, the experiences that I'm having. It, it seems like it's like for me, it just seems like it's like a, a second nature kind of thing. Like I feel like I'm I'd be doing myself an injustice not to document what being in new places is like. This is unbelievable. It's it's Thank so. You. Thank you. It's just so. It really just nails the pin in the coffin. I mean, you've already done, you know, you've traveled from the West Coast to the East Coast already. And now, yeah. you know, you put it into perspective. Wow, you know, if I'm going to go back, you know, maybe while I'm here, I have all my friends, you know, home friends, school friends, family friends, whatever. Um, maybe you decided to start it here for that reason. Maybe not. I don't know. But the point is, is on your way. Now you have the ability to you know, take out your, your equipment and, and just entertain the podcast. You know, this is cool. Like, yeah, this is sick. Yeah. yeah. I've never, I'm glad this you is my like first, it, this is my first podcast. And again, I'm, I'm a kid that can talk for hours, but yeah, um, oh, we could keep going. I mean, all night, dude. Yeah. No, this is just like a cool experience. At first I, I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, yeah. all right, like I'm going to be on camera. Yeah. Have a microphone. Being on camera is, it could be weird, but I think it's just like being, yeah. It's cool though, you know. It's just being like, uh, 
just call, just talking, you know. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Feels good. I mean, it feels you know. good to record. I think it feels good to record your thoughts. Yeah. And to know that your thoughts aren't just thoughts; they're now ta- it's now tangible. You know, I mean, you can go back and and realize that you actually are having these things. These are real ideas that you have. Exactly. It's important to express them yeah. to somebody. But no, I mean, I, I realized talking was important. Uh, unfortunately, at a young age, you know, I had a tragedy in my family, and I went to therapy. So, like, you know, just being with my therapist and um, expressing my emotions to her rather than to people I didn't really want to maybe express them to at the time, um, it helped. Like, it, it really just, like, opened me up and allowed me to realize that speaking is yeah. very important. Like, yes. no matter who it is, as long as there's somebody willing to listen, if you can get all of your emotions out, your thoughts out of your head, it is the greatest feeling. If you're ever feeling down, if you're ever going through something that you feel like you're just stuck, you can't get out, find someone, you know, um, someone that, you know, you, you can you can trust or just open up to or whatever it is, you know, just someone. It's important to talk. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. And it like there's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't know that, like, what's going on? Like, right. how, how come you haven't realized that it's good to communicate? Right. You right, know, right. How, how have you not realized that? Some, you know, there's certain things. Like, yeah. I mean, some people just, you know, uh, they have trouble communicating. It's yeah. not necessarily always easy. Yeah. Especially on, you know, touchy subjects or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I mean, I think that that. I think that that comes down to it being a, I guess a insecurity, insecurity, right? Insecurities like, like lack of confidence in yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of reasons. There's plenty of reasons. Yeah, it could be really anything. You know, some people just don't like to talk. Yeah. But it's good to talk, though. If you don't like to talk, it's something that you should you should try to work on. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's similar to like if you don't like to exercise, it's like like figure some figure out a way that you're gonna enjoy exercise. Figure out a Be- sport, maybe. Because like, you because yeah. you like you need to exercise. You know, there's certain like undeniable truths in in life. Yeah. You know, and I, in terms, you know. In terms of like health, um, in terms of health, there's like undeniable truths. You know, how do I stay healthy? Well, drink water, and exercise, uh, and eat healthy. and eat healthy. You know, take care of your mind, your body, and your uh, spirit. Yeah. And uh, there's certain, there's certain like just proven ways that this can be done absolutely uh and i don't think that it it needs to be a secret i think that um i think that it should just be you know a a truth so this girl just walked by and looked in and she was like oh shit you hear that yeah i did hear that 
again, New she York. She was like, oh, shit. They're See, that, that's fucking what we were having saying. a podcast in there. <laughs> this is not normal around here in the slightest, but I think that's why it's absolutely awesome that we're doing it here because, you know, that's a great example. This woman was not expecting to see a podcast. And yeah. It was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, shit. They're having a podcast in there. In there. Like, people are just going about their nights. Yeah. Common spot for people to walk by the bridge. You got beautiful views. Yeah. yeah, there's a hockey rink over here, baseball field, dog park. Yeah. Pathway. It's well, nice. Swill, it was, it, it was really good having you on. I just kind of want to get home before. Yeah, uh, no, I want to get back to the beach before the um, before it gets too late <laughs> driving the around New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Thank you for having me. This but, is uh, absolutely awesome. Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, we can do this again whenever. You yeah, know what I mean? Let's link. Yeah. Whenever. We can do it whenever. We really could. Um, Take one, checking out. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. Ooh. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.